0: something that even you can't
1: handle. I'm boss, remember? Just saw El e, the leader of the MDO.
0: El Jefe is poisoning you like he poisoned me like he poisoned the wall.
2: MDO is just for his own self gain. Now, I'm not one to back away from the challenge. At all. So, Mr. Lockett, I accept your challenge at promo series, and you are going to be
3: this big schnozola, goblin-looking ass, looking like he just escaped from
0: Halloween Town into the mortal world. Good Moses. I hate to tell you, buddy, but it's night night time on your title rank.
4: it's first day before survivor series and you know what that means welcome to promo series eight chaos theory this is your captain speaking he is el jefe and we're also joined by dc daniel Crimmins, current knowledge champion and one half of the tag team champions promo yeah, right. series has become one of my favorite max wrestling events there's so much of our history on this show so on top of predicting this saturday's survivor series we got a full lineup of action excitement trivia and the best use of a microphone since Freddie Mercury.
5: Oh, I love that one. Coming up tonight, we got DC defending the knowledge title against the man, Teddy Pete, and the winner defends against the captain because it is the winner stay on Gauntlet. We've got beer versus Mike in promo exhibition for the first time ever. DC and I tag it up as we defend our tag team titles against the captain, Cypher. And of course, if Cypher thinks he's gonna take my world title, he has got another thing coming. But that will be your main event this evening. But make sure you are subscribed right here on the youtube.com forward slash max wrestling site. Follow us on SoundCloud and Spotify wherever it is you get your podcast and make sure you check out and head on over to the be done website, maxwithweebly dot oh hold on, I'm <laughs> it Max Wrestling Net.weebly.com <laughs> messed up the weebly so the W. We're still
4: we're still getting it.
5: We're getting there. We're getting there.
4: If they hadn't raised the prices, it would have simply been max wrestling.net, but you know. Yes. Yeah. Fuck Weebly.
5: Inflation. God damn it. Inflation.
4: It over doubled. I ain't paying that. No. Um, however. Prices are just too damn high. Right? Yeah. You, you no. want to run a nice website? You got to pay us more money. No. no. No, I do not.
5: No, sir. about <laughs> build one. Thank you.
4: Um, so we're not going to recap the group this week because it's an event, which means it's time to announce the group MVP and EVP. And uh, in case you haven't noticed, Travis has been killing it. Since August 2021, he's been group MVP. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, there's been a lot of a lot more posts. Chris Reid's gunning for it. Um, He's posting a hell of a lot lately. So, without any further ado, the group MVP is still, of course, Travis the Walker Anderson.
5: At this point,
4: can can we refer to him as just Travis Reigns now?
5: I know, right? He's just.
4: this is why we introduced the EVP title Because nobody's getting that MVP title off of him It's um, Hulk
5: Anderson, damn it It's Hulk Anderson
4: We do have a new EVP And I can tell you he didn't even come close to Travis Oh, <laughs> uh,
5: no But but you know what? It, the fact that the numbers look good they Yeah, look they're not good bad
4: numbers at all um, Previous EVP was Chad You are now in fourth place And the oh, new yeah. EVP is Mr. Chris Reed Hard work pays off
5: Hard work does pays off. Hey, look who's right behind him—the brand yeah, new guy. Yeah,
4: I was guy. gonna say, welcome Tyler Green. You're fucking third place already.
5: Already passing Beer and Chad and Larkin. Oh my goodness, gracious! What's going on with the world? <laughs> the rookies are shocking us, ladies and gents. The rookies are shocking us.
4: Ah, uh, this is why we do the group shoutouts. Keep posting, okay. keep commenting, and you could be the next Chris Reed, gaining that EVP. And hopefully, maybe someday, somebody will dethrone. Travis Anderson at the top.
5: Hulk Anderson. (laughs)
4: Goddamn. Fucking Travis San Martino, I'm going to start calling him.
5: There we go. That's a great group
4: MVP for seven years.
6: I guess we have to acknowledge him.
4: Yeah. I mean, he has been number one for a while. (laughs) Oh. Uh, All right. It is time for our first match of the night for the MAX Tag Team Championships. Um, Obviously, Cypher is not with us. Um, so he will be asked the same questions as me after the show.
7: Um,
4: so Cypher and I managed to win the blind tag team tournament. And now there's a story for both of us. Uh, for me, there's history between me and DC over another title for Cypher. It's the chance to take the first of two titles from Moses tonight, but let's not forget you guys took those titles from me and Phoenix in the first place.
8: That's
4: true. <laughs> we are also the longest reigning.
8: <laughs> Okay, very yeah.
4: true, very true. Um, Acknowledge Phoenix that. Phoenix and I only held it for, what was it, two months?
5: Yeah, I think that's right, two months.
4: <laughs> uh, so if
5: yeah. if we know how Corey works, Corey wants it all.
4: Oh, yeah. He, he's looking to finish that story in style. But want doesn't get. Yeah. Uh, as a, As has been proven with the group MVP, a lot of people want it, but nobody's getting it. Well, since I'm at a disadvantage here, I got both of you here at the same time. We're going to do what we did in the old school days of Max Rasmussen Tag Team Trivia. We're going to drop one of you from the call, bring you back, and ask you the same set of questions. Oh, I like that. So, who wants to go first?
6: Uh, I'll I'll ask questions first. All right, cool.
4: All right, we're going to drop Moses for a minute or so, and we will come right back. Okay, uh, so seven questions. First one is... Who did TJ Perkins defeat to win the Cruiserweight Classic in 2016?
6: TJ Perkins.
4: Was that Grand Metalik? Yes, it was.
6: Great match, by the way.
4: Great match. And he also, de- uh, Grand Metalik also defeated Coda in that tournament.
6: And they couldn't get Coda back.
4: <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, he did look good in this tournament, but still. Uh, Question two. In what year did Al Snow debut in ECW?
6: Uh, I see. He was he started in WWE in ninety eight. Wanna say ninety six? Very close with ninety-five. Oh god damn, I was close.
4: Um, question three. Who was supposed to be the special referee for the Rock versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania 15, but was taken to hospital after the match? After his match, Mick Foley. Yeah, uh, chokeslam through two tables by The Big Show.
6: But he ended up coming back and doing it anyway.
4: Yeah, he came back with busted ribs anyway. After I think three ref bumps, that match God was oh, crazy. Holy. That match is underrated.
6: Oh yeah, like that whole pay per view is underrated.
4: Oh yeah, WrestleMania 15 was my first like live pay-per-view Oh yeah uh, Okay, two out of three Question four After the split from NWA Who were the first ever TNA Tag Team Champions in, tw- in 2007?
6: Uh, Team 3D Yes, uh,
4: awarded the titles by Jim Cornette, no less
6: <laughs> Back when he wasn't so better
4: Yeah um, next question. The first Royal Rumble in 1988 did not take place in the USA. What country was it held in?
6: Was it England?
4: Ah, uh, no, it was a lot closer to home. Canada.
6: Really? What about England?
4: Um, Hamilton, I believe. Next question. Which legendary Mexican wrestler's name literally translates to Thousand Masks?
6: Mille Mascaras?
4: Yes. And final question out of seven. In what year did Spike TV stop broadcasting TNA? I
6: want to say 2018?
4: A little, little before that, 2014. Huh. Um, and it screwed up the UK TV rights too. <laughs> but they're doing great things now. Yeah, hopefully we can get back to like a primetime channel that everybody has.
6: Yeah, and that people have actually heard of.
4: (laughs) What was that one? Destination America? Never heard of that one. Nobody ever heard of that one.
6: It was brief, and it was owned by um, Discovery Channel. They owned that. By the way, I have a future question for you that you can use in the future. Okay. Who was The Undertaker's final WCW opponent?
4: Oh. Um... I don't think I've ever actually seen Take wrestle in WCW I've seen like a couple of promos
6: It surprised but, you to know who it was Singles match? Yeah
4: um, Ric Flair Sting Oh That probably would have been my second choice
6: <laughs> So technically they did wrestle
4: Yeah There you go So, But obviously he wasn't The Undertaker He was uh, Mean Mark, Mark Callis all right, so let's bring Moses back
5: view. in. No. There we go. And he's back.
4: <coughs> All right, so uh, currently your score is four, four oh, out of okay. seven.
5: Four. To, okay, four to seven, four to seven.
4: All right, let's get the same seven questions for you. See if you can at least double it.
5: Oh, we'll just see what we can do.
4: Question one: Who did T.J. Perkins defeat to win the Cruiserweight Classic in 2016?
5: Zach Saber Jr.
4: Bramatleek. Uh, I think he defeated Zach in the semifinals I
5: think so, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Damn it uh, Question two In what year did Al Snow debut in ECW? Oh,
5: fuck uh, It would have to be prior to his fucking crazy run Give me, a, give me fucking
4: 98
5: Oh, 95 Oh, see, I knew uh, I was going to be too late
4: 98, uh, WWE debut Mm. Also, just finished watching Wrestlers on Netflix. Uh, Al Snow obviously owns OVW now, and it is awesome.
6: Yeah, it's a low If you haven't seen it yet, it's actually really good.
5: I was going to say, I was like, it looks awesome, and he's jacked, by the way.
4: Yeah, he is. Um, always loved Deep Al Snow, yoga. but I've got so much more respect for him after that series.
5: DDP oh, Yoga works. Watch All
4: right, question three. Who was supposed to be the special referee for The Rock versus Stone Cold at
8: WrestleMania 15, but was taken to hospital after his match? Was that Ken Shamrock?
4: Oh, wait. He was a referee in another match, wasn't he? I think that was Bretton, Austin. It that was, was WrestleMania 13. That was
6: yeah. Brat. That was Stone Cold versus Bret.
4: Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania 15 was Mick Foley. Ah,
5: that-
4: as Mankind.
5: Oh, that's right. Damn it.
4: Big Show dropped him
5: Yep <laughs> Oh my goodness Isn't that where he also debuted the ref shirt
4: Oh yeah. he spray painted it and yeah. he just
5: like wore all the time
4: And they, they did that really weird segment after the match Where Vince confronted Big Show With like a, a shirt mic You could hear every word he was saying Before Big Show decked him
5: That sounds exactly like Vince
4: <laughs> Okay <Touched> Vince <laughs> Question four. After the split from NWA, who were the first ever TNA Tag Team Champions in
8: 2007? Oh, God. I don't
5: know. I don't even know if they were a team at the beginning of TNA, so I only want to say them. Fuck it, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash.
4: (laughs) Oh my! I don't think they ever won a tag team titles in CNA. Thankfully,
5: I think Damn. they did actually.
6: Was oh, it God, not with
4: um, X Pack or did they win it?
6: I th- think they won it with Eric Young. Oh jeez! Because I know that was a thing at one point. But I can it was
5: the EY and 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 them right now. That's just so weird.
4: <laughs> it was the team that won tag team titles fucking everywhere. Team 3D.
5: Oh, of course. She's
4: a. Um, they were the final NWA tag team champions at the time. And then they got stripped, obviously, with the split. Uh, and they were awarded the TNA tag team titles on Jim Cornette's podcast.
6: And just so you guys know that, yes, uh, TNA World Tag Team Championship history, it, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Eric Young did hold the titles at one point.
4: Oh, Freebird.
6: That's just weird. <laughs>
4: Okay, um, question five. The first Royal Rumble in 1988 did not take place in the USA.
8: What country was it held in? Oh, fuck.
5: Like, I, I hate saying like, the obvious answer is like, the UK, but I feel like that that's wrong. I feel like it's so obviously wrong.
4: DC said the same thing. Um, It was Canada.
5: See? I knew it. <laughs> So Next. It can't be, but oh
4: well. Uh, yeah, one by Hector Jim Duggan
5: <clears throat> That I knew
4: Next question, which legendary Mexican Wrestler's name literally translates to Thousand Masks
5: Oh Uh, fucking, uh, oh my god uh, Is it, is it, on no Uh, oh my god I'm really trying to just like think of like the actual like translation translation right now, <laughs> and it's not it's not helping me.
1: Um, that was a mess. That was a mess. That was a mess.
8: Um, oh my fucking
5: god! Um, this is this is gonna haunt me. This is gonna haunt me.
4: Um, Hints, part of his name has been mentioned on Max Wrestling
8: quite a lot this year.
5: Oh fucking goddamn! Uh, oh, fucking hate myself! Oh, I hate <laughs> myself right now. I'm like, I think I'm seeing the mask like right in my face, and I'm just I'm. Bl- Can I, I give him another hint? Blanking <laughs> so hard. He comes uh, the Royal Rumble.
8: The Royal Rumble. He competed in one of the r- rumbles in the nineties.
4: Also in the WWE Hall of Fame.
5: How many masked luchadors are in the Hall of Fame? There's like two. And that's, <laughs> again, this is, it's the, here's the problem. Is I'm, is, is every time I think of a luchador right now, it's, I'm just getting all the current. I'm not getting the old guys. And that's the thing that's fucking killing me. Uh, I, I can't, I got nothing. I it's go ahead and, and kill You're gonna my kick hopes yourself. and dreams. Go ahead.
4: Mill Masqueras.
5: Of course it is. Of course, and that's exactly what I. I was like, no, it's totally not Mil Mascaras It's totally not. I should throw my energy drink if I didn't need it so bad.
4: Uh, and useless bit of information: the uncle of Alberto.
5: Oh really? I, I had no idea.
4: I don't. I don't know if he's like immediate uncle, but he's definitely related.
6: Too bad he couldn't take after uh, Mil Mascaras He had to be right? uh... he take after your fucking uncle, bruv Come on. And he's um, still trying to say that he's coming back to WWE.
4: Yes, so is Ryback. Okay. No,
6: Ryback is now the, just doing TikTok lives hawking his autograph for 40 bucks. Bro. Oh, I thought
4: he just went on TikTok to rub CM Punk.
6: That too. Fragile Phil. That too.
4: And make out with Shrek, apparently. That this weird one that a census and scarred me for life.
5: This is why I'm glad he <laughs> blocked us.
4: Final question. In what year did Spike TV stop broadcasting TNA?
5: Oh, fuck. I was like, uh, uh TNA. God damn it. Um.
8: When did I fucking move back to the city? Um.
5: Oh, for real. When fuck did I- I'll uh, give you another hint. 2016. It- I'm just going to jab at it.
4: Okay, before you accept that as your final answer, I'm going to give you a hint. It
8: was before Max Wrestling was born. Oh. What the fuck channel was it on? <laughs> uh, uh,
5: oh, okay, so it was before Max Wrestling was born. And we've been around for five years. A
4: little longer.
8: That's
5: this right
4: this is Promo Series 8.
5: Eight. Eight. <laughs> I've been around for five years.
4: Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell.
5: Um, it's so it's got to be. It it can't be Amir's favorite. Well, no, can it be Amir's favorite number? No, it can't be Amir's favorite number. Give me twenty fifteen. It can't be twenty twelve. Oh, 2014 Fucking shit.
4: All right. The score remains four seven. But again, oh, yeah, it all depends how hard your questions are for me, and then eventually for Cipher. So, let's get them.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's fucking rock with them. Here we go. I, I, I've been hocking them all down, so it's going to be a fun <laughs> one. Here, I'm going to throw you with a loop because you started with me all kinds of fun loops. Who was the leader of the NWO Japan?
8: Japan. Um, Good one. Yeah. Um,
5: he was mentioned in WCW, brought into WCW. Of obviously, Sonny Ono, all that fun stuff.
8: Give him a hint. Yeah. (laughs) Can I give a hint? I'll I'll give one. I got one. Oh, go ahead.
6: He's a former WCW slash NWA World Heavyweight Champion.
5: I was gonna give one about like his fucking
8: giant coat and his dark ass glasses. This is another dude I know I've I've talked about a bunch Hmm.
5: It just doesn't ring a bell When you hear the term NWO leader
4: No Neither does the coat and glasses to be honest Uh, I know it's wrong But Ultimo Dragon
5: That would be sick It was was the only
4: Japanese wrestler I could think of Who wrestled in WCW
5: Masahiro Chono Chono yeah, big, tall dude, slick back hair, glasses. Looked like yeah. he had the fucking you know killer gun, uh, killer gun jacket.
6: Kind of you know looked like he was would be in a Terminator movie.
5: Exactly <laughs> like he would be in a Terminator movie. All right, this is going to be a fun one. How many different factions has Randy Orton been in?
4: Okay, Evolution, Legacy, uh, the Authority.
8: Uh, is there any more? Revolution legacy. I don't think he's been in anymore. Three,
5: four. You forgot the Wyatt family.
6: Oh shit. <laughs> I forgot about that one too.
5: I was still about to say, and trust me, I did too when I first wrote this down. And I was like, let me better double check, and I was like, oh fuck, the Wyatt family technically was still a faction, so
6: yeah, wouldn't it? technically be five or do you not count tag teams would you not count rk bro no
5: it's got to be a full-on faction that was my whole thing it was like tag because he's had like three or four other tag teams yeah factions got to be the faction
4: man i think i rubbed the wyatt family out of my mind with randy because it led to that awful wrestlemania match
5: yeah it did yeah it did
6: where this bray should have gone over definitely
5: this should be a little bit of an easier one Who is Tongaloa And Tama Tungus daddy
6: Um
4: Ah uh, da, da, da.
5: Either one of his Cool names is fine
8: <laughs> Haku
5: Yeah King Haku or Meng I love him as Meng that's my favorite Alright here we go fun curveball What is the name of the shoot wrestling Promotion that started the MMA Craze uh, sh- both uh Minero Suzuki and Ken Shamrock competed in this, by the way. Along with a whole lot like, of uh, like, like Mara Fuji was also in it. There's One a lot of guys.
4: Brand like immediately jumped off my tongue, so I'm just gonna go with it. Strike force.
5: Pencrest. Damn. The the classic stuff of Pencrest, which is lit- they literally took pro wrestling and just made it shoot. And that it, it was awesome. I tell you what, it was awesome.
6: I think Alberto uh, Patron was also in the couple times. Uh, uh like surprised
5: me. The very last stages of it, and then he went to Pride, where he got fucking destroyed. By yeah, Mirko Krokop. <laughs> and that's when he that's when he retired. He was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, yeah, dude, if you know anything about Mirko Cop Krokop, if you know anything about that game, that is the deadliest left foot of any heavyweight of any weight class ever. Okay, that left foot would decapitate a man. Dude was a beast. He he fucking still is Alright here we go This is going to be a fun one What was Triple H's name in WCW?
4: (laughs) Terrorizing
5: Terrorizing Oh god Oh there was another one too There was
4: another Uh, one? Jean-Paul yeah
5: Oh my god that's just terrible
4: The awful French accent
5: Yeah it was was, was pretty bad It sounds just god awfully (laughs) disgusting um oh here we go. This is a fun one. For you people out there that didn't remember the 90s. In storyline, how did Triple H and Stephanie McMahon get married?
4: Uh he drugged her and took her to a drive-through wedding chapel.
5: I just put drive-through wedding. I forgot the drug part. <laughs> oh yes, I can't
0: wait to get married.
5: Oh, that I remember. Oh my god. <laughs> and well, even geez.
4: the minister was like, "Hey, you're Triple H."
5: <laughs> oh, that I don't remember. <laughs> Fuck. I got to go back and watch some fucking 90s shit now. Damn it. Thanksgiving, fuck football and watch and wrestling. Oh, my goodness. All right. I think I got one more for you.
4: Okay. That would be seven? This is to tie the score. Okay.
5: Ooh-wee. Okay. I can't figure. Okay. I want to give you a curveball, but I also, you know, these are both relatively. Okay. Not Not so funny. Who did Ricky Steamboat defeat? to win the IC championship at WrestleMania 3. Oh, um Savage. Savage. Macho Man. The Macho Man.
4: I always forget it was WrestleMania 3. I always thought it was
5: later. Me too. Trust me. I always thought it was like 4 or 5, some one of the more like obscure ones, but no, it was in the middle of 3 that got overtaken by Andre versus Hogan. <laughs>
4: Alright, so it is all down to Cypher. The score is tied at
7: 4-4. How many factions has Randy Orton been a part of? Four. Correct. Who did Ricky the Dragon Steamboat defeat to win the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania 3? I believe at WrestleMania 3, he beat Savage. Correct. In storyline, how did Stephanie McMahon and Triple H get married? Uh, Triple H drug Stephanie and took her to Las Vegas to a ceremony. I'll accept it. Who is the father of the hand that Mae Young birthed? Mark Henry. Correct. Which former intercontinental champion was dubbed world's most dangerous man?
0: Uh, Ken Shanrock.
7: Correct. Brock Lesnar once broke his neck attempting this move against Kurt Angle. The Shooting Star Press or the Shooting
0: Star something. I'm going to say Shooting Star Press off the top
7: rope. Correct. Who was the Hardy Boys' first manager in the 90s? Uh, I think it was Lita. Wrong. It was Michael Hayes. Who were the inaugural AEW Tag Team Champions? Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. if I said his name right. I was looking for SCU, but I'll accept that as well. Who had the infamous grocery store brawl with Stone Cold Steve Austin? Booker T, can you dig it? And with that answer, you got 9 out of 10 congratulations
5: all right with that being said we are not going to recap all the fun shows this week because we got full gear to recover to to uh, to review i should say and survivor series to predict but we can't go without getting into some impact, so let's jump into it. In three, three, two, one.
4: And it was very much match to match this week, so I'm just gonna do it live. Uh, yeah. Also, because I can't be bothered doing all the graphics this week. I'm sorry you got to, you got enough graphics as it is this week. So it's holiday. Um, Impact last week. Um, it aired on Friday in the UK. ABC defeated Kenny King and Sheldon Jean to retain the tag team titles in the first match In what is reportedly King's last match with TNA Uh, Moose defeated Heath after the match Moose and Brian Myers beat Heath down before Rhino made the save And backstage Moose challenged Rhino to a match at final resolution Uh, This was surprising Laredo Kid, Black Tarus and Hooventud Guerrera Defeated the Rascals in a Lucha Rules match Fucking Hoovy Whovie.
5: Hoovy's old as shit
4: Hoovy's showing up loose. in
5: Impact Juice
4: is loose um, Bully Ray defeated Steve Macklin uh, Bully Ray and Jordan Grace, sorry Defeated Steve Macklin and Kylan King Um, Bully and Jordan Grace had a tense exchange After the match before Bully raised her hand This has been a very weird But interesting dynamic Between the two of them Um also, Bully was, like, a top heel, like, a few weeks ago, but now he's, like, changing his ways. Um, Trinity defeated Sunny Kiss. and
5: Jordan, I hate to interrupt you real quick, but haven't they, like, fucking been having tension for, like, a year and a half?
4: Yeah, and then she won the uh, Call Your Shot um, gauntlet, and he's been, like, trying to steal a trophy or something ever since. But now they're, like, they're getting on the same page. It's weird. Um, Sonny Kiss' debut match in TNA. Impact, Trinity defeated Sunny Kiss With a sit-out powerbomb And in the main events Yet another appearance and victory For the man they call Will Ospreay, AEW's latest acquisition Defeating Josh Alexander with Hidden Blade, near fall Storm Driver 93, near fall Another Hidden Blade And a Stormbreaker
5: (laughs) Gotta build up to that damn finish
4: Yeah, and also uh, just seeing Will Ospreay uh, main eventing week after week in TNA has been great. I'm also getting used to calling it TNA again, which is also great. Uh, Now, as Moses said, we got pay-per-views to talk about. So let's look back at Full Gear uh, and last night on Dynamite, which you're going to spoil for me because I haven't seen it yet. So go ahead and spoil Dynamite. Um, Um, But Full
5: Gear was solid. Very solid. Uh, we, we had to re, uh, re-record our review that TSK did. Unfortunately, some some stuff got lost in the interweb. But uh, it has come to a, 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 a full-blown synopsis or an agreement that that's probably like a top five AEW pay-per-view. Maybe even a little higher.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, it's one of my favorites of all the AEW pay-per-views.
5: Hit on uh, every cylinder. You know,
6: Mo can attest. I'm very critical.
5: <laughs> oh yeah no. Yeah, we oh trust me, we know. Wait up. But it no, was It was, top it top was top. one that where where uh, they struck where the iron was hot in a few instances, they did drop the ball in our opinion for one instance, but other than that everything made sense. Everything had a good story. It kept being built and for some damn reason, uh, MJF is doing a WWE style that is over like a son of a bitch in AEW.
4: Um yeah, like I said, I I will never Never understand how an injured wrestler manages to steal an ambulance every time,
6: and no cop oh. cars. No, co- I, f- I forgot about <laughs> that part.
4: Well, you but mentioned that—that th- is such it, a WWE move.
5: It's the truth because look at NXT really quick. I, mean, I know we're gonna go off on a quick one on this one, but like NXT and their freaking kidnappings. Nobody called yes. the cops. Nobody's calling the cops on these just random abductions. No big deal, and then get some damn CCTV years,
6: oh. outside. Exactly, oh, to, and then to
4: be years.
5: Parents,
6: MJF is rich and we're, we're all pores, as, as he true. would call it. So maybe he bought it. He bought it you ended, know yeah. what? I, I
5: didn't even think of that. He threw a it, wand it, right at their face. Know, went
6: to the hospital and here's my, my gold card. Charge it.
8: I'm buying piece
4: uh, Peace out. I watched it the next morning, and this is definitely one pay-per-view I wish I would have been able to watch live because it was just banger after banger. Um, I only got one match wrong in predictions, which tells me it was a lot of Good decisions
8: yeah.
4: mm-hmm. um, But I wish I could have watched it live Mainly for the MJF stuff Because it was going back and forth all night That he was injured Adam Cole was going to fight Jay White with one fucking leg Then Which out comes no MJF sense. anyway Yeah it made no that sense a, <laughs> They cleared no sense. Adam Cole But they wouldn't clear MJF
5: <laughs> Exactly you have, You're have you clearing a man three In, in storyline Three weeks out of fucking ankle reconstruction surgery uh, rather than a guy That you sent to hospital With a fucking possible torn quad Or whatever <laughs> Alright, fucking let's rock and roll TK
4: We we can question the logic, yeah But I mean, you came back and they wrestled half an hour
5: Yeah, and it was very Very, again, very, very Very good, especially The thing that I didn't talk about In the, thi- in the, in the TSK In either one of those recordings is Nobody's talking about how Great Jay White is, and now he's not buried from this
4: performance.
5: He's normally been the guy that has to bring. I should say he normally brings the New Japan aspect to a lot of matches, and this one there was almost no signs of it, and it didn't matter. It just everything worked beautifully. It's insane, except
4: for the announce table. Except, but he made it work anyway.
6: He did in a big way.
5: The balls. The huevos on fucking Maxwell are gigantuan to jump 15, 16 feet in the air off that damn top rope to hit that elbow drop to pop his hip out, pop it back in and keep going for like 10 minutes.
4: I wish there could have been a mic around MJF and Jay when the table broke because Jay White just lay there. He didn't know what the fuck to do. And MJF I- must have whispered like, just stay there.
5: I think it was D that had said this. If you listen to him, like you can, you can audibly hear fucking uh, Max yell "fuck." Yeah, and you know I made I know, the I point
6: too. when we were c- recording in the TSK show. If MJF is not considered one of the absolute greatest wrestlers, sports entertainers, whatever you want to call them, if he is not one of the greatest today, you don't consider him in the top. Five? Nah.
1: He it's
6: uh, he's gonna be one of the greatest of all time. It's all said yeah. and done. He's gonna be among the greats. I mean, of your, you know, people like Austin, Rock, Michaels, MJF's gonna be
5: on that list. Yeah, he will. He mm-hmm. will be the one name. He will absolutely be on a one name basis. That's exactly a hundred million percent. And and whether what it be here. T-
6: whether he goes to WWE in the future or not, exactly.
5: Does not matter. Exactly. I was just gonna say that. Whether he leaves this promised land of AEW where he has because the freedom to he's do whatever better than
6: us and we know it.
4: But of course, yeah. if he doesn't go to WWE, then he's a failure because he never made it.
5: The the fact that he's this over and this clamored by WWE's fans should show you that he's doing he's something
4: right yeah he's doing I mean, something
5: right it's exactly. not just
4: his in-ring talent and his promo ability it's also his psychology like he gets
6: this fucking business
5: mm. he's a student of the game he uh, this doesn't get pointed out enough there's the thing called kayfabe in the land of professional wrestling and mm. mjf is quite li- him and, J- and 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 logan paul are quite literally the only two that still believe in it
4: yeah and oh love MJ- logan <laughs> Logan Paul is living that I gimmick.
5: I can't unhear
6: it. <laughs> I can't unhear it. Undertaker lived his gimmick.
5: Yeah, just, yeah. Seriously, lived it.
4: I mean, and actually, when you know what? Logan
6: Paul is not even can... a gimmick. Logan Paul is just himself. When yes. you can earn the yes, praise that. of the Undertaker,
8: mm.
6: Undertaker praised MJF. That is I, something that's you know not to be discarded. Yeah.
5: Well, not only that, every time I turn around, fuck, takes shitting on everybody. So, yeah, that's gigantuan praise. But, Daz, you said you got one of the predictions wrong, and I'm guessing it's the same one that I got wrong? Uh, it was the tag team titles, yeah. So then what, what, why? Why not give it to the House of Black? What is the point of Big Bill and Ricky Starks keeping this thing? We couldn't <laughs> find a reason.
4: Maybe they just don't want a hot potato to tag team titles because, like, we clamored for Ricky Starks for so long, got the tag team titles, and
6: they haven't really done anything with it. We want we want Ricky Starks. We do not want Big Bill. Uh,
8: that's I mean, not he's true. growing on
6: me with Ricky. Not not, saying, that's not, not true. true. I hate that. I, I still, want Big Bill. I hate that name.
4: Oh, yeah, the name's like still Big stupid.
5: Bill. It's fine. No. It's, it's very 80s. It's not fine. It's very 80s. I like the gaming but no like again one of the we had two matches strike while the iron was hot and that's in in Julia Hart and Mm. in uh, timeless Tony Storm which and right now it's literally taken over the fucking world Tony Storm is she's the hottest female wrestler out there next to Rhea Ripley and probably coming in with a hot third has to be fucking Julia Hart
4: yeah she's grown so much in like a year
5: Again, another thing we talked about She debuted in this company with two matches Under her fucking belt And look where all three of them are now All three of those ladies in that TBS title match Statlander, Sky Blue, and, and Julia Hart Look where they are from where they started To where they are now Leaps fucking and fucking bounds
6: And I made the point last night when we recorded You look at where Julia Hart was before House of Black you know, mm. She was you a know, manager A couple matches here and there Yeah she's had three of the best possible teachers to help her and guide her to get better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, very similar to how, you know, putting Rhea Ripley in Judgment Day made her. Yeah. yeah Rhea
4: Ripley took over Judgment Day.
5: Yeah, dude. She, <laughs> she made that group her group. So,
6: honestly, I think Julie Hart can only get better from here.
4: Yeah, I still want to see, like... What the end game is with Sky Blue Because obviously she's gotten a lot darker too I thought we were going to get the payoff here But it was just change the title Okay, carry on this story Um
5: Well, if it's any indication From Dynamite, it's going to be a slow Building push She mm. beat Ruby Soho in the whole Love This I hate, I hate Love and wrestling, you understand me? I hate love and wrestling, I don't, it's a yeah. joke I but it's it's they have this fucking it's Ruby Soho and uh, and Cool Hand Ange, and there is this obvious like adults will say it's sexual tension, okay? It's goddamn sexual tension. But then yeah. they have this spot in the match that I swear to God, I swear to God, is that of like every cheesy fucking TV show, every goddamn nineties whatever, where the the girl falls in the lap of the guy, and they do the staring. Oh, are we gonna kiss? oh, is this magic? And then here comes Lucky and daddy magic. I said no! Great. Good
4: didn't didn't um, Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis do that spot?
5: Yep. Yep.
6: Thank
4: you.
5: There's
6: another... <laughs> fantastic Where, where's sample. Dexter Loomis any,
5: anymore?
4: Yeah, what the fuck happened there?
5: Talk about dropping the... Another one dropping ball. He
4: killed Index. Um, all right, real quickly, I'm going to get to full gear, and then you can spoil the rest of Dynamite for me. Um... Swerve and hang, man.
5: Oh, oh my god
4: Yeah, I've never seen anybody drink Their opponent's blood
5: before So, here, fun fun. I know, that was the, the, the craziest part of it But the fun fact here And this is, uh, some people know it And some people are going to learn it from the TSK's episode uh, The r- most violently rated match In all of television Was Kill Switch and AR Fox From Lucha Underground mm. So, the fact that it's the same One half of the same fucking dudes Is just mind-blowing. Uh Paige has quite literally adapted this Stan Hansen. Um, just I I I can't think of anybody else, but the very Stan Hansen, like Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody-esque kind of fucking persona. You know what I mean? Where he doesn't have to have a fucking gimmick. This is me. I'm gonna go out there and beat the dog shit out of you.
4: Yeah, I love how somebody Pointed out on social media that um, the best villains change the heroes, and you've seen like Hangman drop everything from like the sparkly g- gear and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's all in black. He's no nonsense. Uh, he's not cracking jokes. He's not drinking he so much. Drinking. Yeah. Well, he's he
5: drinking blood, but he's not drinking. He's
4: drinking blood instead of fucking.
5: But Moxie uh, said
4: the same thing. The only thing I drink now is blood.
5: It's just, it's. But this this match is officially probably the most violent thing we've ever seen uh, outside of actual death matches. Uh, definitely
4: the most violent on mainstream wrestling.
5: Nicky's sure. probably
6: like this match.
5: Oh, uh, <laughs> definitely up his alley. The from the from the cinder blocks to the to the fucking barbed wire and the glass and the barbed wire yeah. getting wrapped around fucking Hangman's face and 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 the worst part is is Swerf's trying to pull the chair back, and it's he thinks it's like caught on his hair. No, it's yeah, fucking, it's on his face. Uh, uh, it was just it was brutal. kudos
6: to kudos. Prince uh, Nana for that table spot. Thank you for I yes. love Prince Nana.
5: What a fucking ch- what a what a champ. What a I mean, what a player out there sacrificing. But the overall question, the end all be all question, is how fucking soon do you start? Fucking rocketing, Swerve to the fucking AEW championship. Because I'm, I look, I I love that we have all these other belts. I love we got a triple crown happening, and maybe he'll win the triple crown. You know, you know, I like the, you know, whatever. I just, I now is your ch- again. Iron's hot. This is the fucking guy. MJF is hurting on his way out. We all like Samoa Joe. Don't get me wrong. And I think Samoa Joe just might end up AEW champion. But just imagine swerve the guy the guy broke into a man's house and threatened his child basically okay he went to these extreme fucking measures to continue to push the buttons of hangman even though they had had their match imagine that devilish of a fucking heel what what max used to be what max used to be take over the company again the heel cha- the heel champions do something for the promotions. Everybody starts looking like a baby face. People start getting that good rub. Merch goes up. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think fucking Swerve is the fucking guy. He is the, the guy, bro. I said it when he first got into the company. He's going to absolutely be the first AEW... You know, the, the first black AEW champion. And now... I had maybe changed, maybe it would have been Hobbs Just because of the size of him Now it's fucking definite It's definite, Swerve will be the first black AEW champion
4: uh, The only thing I didn't like And I've never liked this in hardcore matches around, Is a cinder block Because they hit their it opponent just... with it And it smashed into dust Cinder blocks don't fucking do that
5: Yeah, they're fake <laughs> I understand it's safe I get it, we don't <laughs> want to use real cinder blocks It's like, they don't use them
4: just have you know. it break in half. Why does it turn into dust?
6: Yeah,
5: that's fine. You can break it in half. You know,
6: I made the uh, the prediction when we recorded the show, the TSK show last night, and I'll say it again, Dazzy, to you. I think what you do, you do MJF versus Samoa Joe at Winter is Coming. World's in. You have MJF barely, just barely win. You know, you can have him win with, like, a roll-up or, or something like that. And then, at world's end, you do swerve versus MJF, and you have Swerve just annihilate MJF in MJf's hometown. Oh yeah yeah. And you treat MJ, you treat Swerve as the Thanos of Aew, the be-all end all monster. Nobody can touch him. I mean, nobody
4: can touch him right now, to be honest.
5: Yeah. He's, <laughs> he, uh, he's crazy.
4: I mean, he he went through so much hell in that match with Hangman, they don't even need a rubber match. Swerve won.
5: Twerve, Swerve I won mean, the feud. We'll likely get a rubber match or whatever just because. But how do you top uh, that? I was just going to say, one, how do you top it? And two, we got to give, I, at least I got to fucking talk about it, the fact that literally the next day, after this gruesome fucking match Where a fuck another fella drank your blood This guy's hanging out at the swear, at the fucking Rams game Getting upset at them saying Whose house is this And it's not Swerve's house It's the Rams house And he's like no it's Swerve's house Alright I bled all over the place For it to be Swerve's house
4: I love how all like People are 50-50 on that spot too They either love the blood spot Or they hate the drinking blood spot And then some are like you know We just had a pandemic It's unsafe I'm sure they did some tests
5: I Trust me, that was my first thing. I was like, COVID is still a thing. But you know what, dude? I'm I'm at the point of... Nigel fucking... McGinnis probably hated it. Sat at ringside. You know Nigel Jim, Jim McC- Cornette probably loved it.
4: <laughs> Nigel yeah. Ma-
5: oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, Jim Cornette. Oh, my God. What a fucking turd.
4: They're out there just sipping blood like flurries.
5: My- this guy sucks. Jim Cornette sucks.
4: All right. Um. So spoil the rest of Dynamite for me.
5: So, um, as we know right now, the the Continental ca- Classic is the Americanized G1, but it's going to have, like, Premier League kind of rules where, you know what I mean, it's a, it's a win is three points, a loss is zero, draw is one. So it looks like we're probably going to get some draws in this one because there are 20-minute time limit matches. Every single one of them felt like a G1. Every single one of them felt like a G1. Swerve picked up his dub, his first dub, and he looks strong. Uh, I think Mox got a win. He looks strong. And then I believe the last one, that last one was Mox. There's some there's one other one in the the it's one is the blue league and the other one is the gold league. And it looks like the yeah. gold League is gonna wrestle on Wednesdays and the Blue League is gonna wrestle on Fridays. Okay, the winner like of that. the the winner of the two brackets to wait, I guess it's the the dynamite before world's end will determine who's gonna win who wins the gold League, who wins the blue league, and then at World's end, you know, they'll go head to head. but it, it's looking it's looking choice. It's looking like uh, like a fun, like a fun, 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 fun tournament. But at the same time, it brings up a lot of questions for me. Uh, and the number one question I have is pretty much, we had talked about, at least I know I had talked about it, um, where it looked like it was going to be um, Eddie Kingston had to like defend his Ring of Honor and uh, New Japan Strong title every week. Yeah, But from the looks of it, he just forfeited them. They're chilling on the side. If you were paying attention to the entrances, they're chilling on the side. And so uh, my my original guess was it was going to be Eddie Kingston with his bracket, and it'll be anybody else on the other bracket. Now yeah. that it looks like it's done, it could it's literally back up in the air. I mean, I I'd,
4: I'd like the idea of the triple crown champion, but I really I'm on the fence with like using the ROH World title to almost liquidate it and bring in a new title.
5: Well, I mean, yes, and, and trust me I'm with you. It's one of those things where you are getting so New Japan strong isn't even like a real thing of that's just a belt that they have. So that belt's going away, and the Ring of Honor world title is going to have to go away, too. But as we've pointed out, and I know I'm going to have made it obviously clear, is now you have that lineage, that All-Japan lineage. And the great thing about the All-Japan Triple Crown title is that belt went to NOAA. That belt went to New Japan. That belt went to uh, NWA. You know what I mean? I, it got defended. Everywhere that triple crown belt got defended, everywhere, and that's going to be the joyous thing of this new triple crown. It's going to be defended in AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, whether it be in the states or overseas. The fact is, is it's going to be used and it's going to garner a lot of attention. It's going to probably be looked at as the number two belt. It's not, it's going to, it, sh- it should obviously be above a TNT, it should be above the international championship because it's the continental, it's going to be a triple. Crown Championship Yeah uh, Dan Housen's back And he's yeah, not skinny, I, I don't know that. what happened <laughs> Poor guy Orange Cassidy was like, hey I got a Thanksgiving surprise And I was like, what the fuck I really was, I had no idea Dan Housen Was ready to come back, he comes back very even. But yeah well, I, mean, I thought guys. he was coming
4: back like last week Because they were like plugging him over Halloween And then he didn't show up
5: I, I think it was on rampage. Was, just figured that was what it was. Uh, switch. Okay, so um, I had to do some fatherly stuff. Uh, not th- I had to do some Thanksgiving planning, and unfortunately, I got I missed originally. Jay White and Roosh woke up early this morning, watched it. Fucking hell! Oh my god! Uh, Jay White gets the three points, but I mean, the great thing about the G one. Is it yes, it is twenty eight. It's twenty eight match. It's however many weeks I forget. Um, Twelve weeks straight, something like that. But it's it's just good shit. It's always a really good match. We could go back and say, oh, this was one of the best G match G one matches ever. This was a really good G one, you know, year. And this the start to this Continental Classic is hot as fuck. So again, it's it, J. Uh, um, it's Swerve got three points. Jay White got three points. Moxley got three points. We'll see who gets them in the next one. Uh, Sky again. I just talked about it, Sky Blue getting this nice little pushy push. Keep it going. Keep it going. She got a win over over uh, Anna Jay, and it's all good business. Um, Mark Briscoe looked good.
4: Yeah, he's just kind of hanging out right now.
5: He's just yeah, he's just doing what he can. You know what I mean? Him, you know he, but he lost to, he lost to to what we call him Brox Moxley. Because, you know, him and OC at the pay per view looked like it looked like he yeah. watched every, he looked like he watched the John Cena Brock Lesnar match like 15 times and was like, I'm going to go out there and do that to Orange. I'm going to no sell everything yeah. this fucking kid has. I'm going to throw him around and beat his ass and then lose. Except so they changed the ending. But I mean, it was a super solid dynamite. Super solid dynamite. Love these. I'm loving the CC. Loving the CC. Keep it rocking. The Continental Classic. Lovely.
4: All right, well, it is time for the first of two promo showdowns tonight. For the first time ever, Beer is taking on Mike Larkin in a promo exhibition. These two were both guests on Mike's first ever episode back in 2016. Um, I think it was July. It was shortly after we introduced the knowledge title and Beer was in the final but lost to Kenny. So they, they were around at the same time, but this was Mike's first episode. And Beer happened to be on it too. Um, they have not crossed paths since that very day. This is the second time they've been on the same show, even though it's like via satellite.
5: <laughs> still counts.
4: However, yeah, still counts. Uh, Mike issued an open challenge. Beer accepted. So here is the promo exhibition.
2: Well enough is enough, and it's time for a change. I tried to be a nice guy. I tried to play by your rules. You want to turn your back on me? words, Mr. Larkin. I was close to being offended. Your words made me laugh my ass off. Oliver of Twist. Bruv, I would rather look like him than have a hairline so back archaeologists would have serious troubles finding it i mean come on bruv sort it out will ya you need to take a step back your hairline did so i'm very sure you can as well you also said my parents are poor I live alone, and I'm fucking proud of it, whereas you are the 40-year-old fucking virgin who lives in his mother's basement munching on fucking crisps and eating pot noodles all day, having a wank over Pornhub, and that's facts, bruv. I'm the fucking ratings. I am the last cunt you wanna go to war with, bruv. I may be new to this shit, but trust me, you're a stepping stone and you will bask in my glory. And when I defeat you, the only thing you will be saying when you go to sleep at night is that beer is better than me. And I also heard that you are the host of Lingerie fighting. I see. Just to fire it to Jack. One of your lingerie ladies gave me a call. A sweet little chickadee. And she says, oh, beer, you have one the size of a bazooka. Whereas you have got one the size of a motherfucking tic-tac, bruv. Larkin, I respect your accomplishments, but this isn't a game anymore. This is my rise. My story. My time to shine. My fucking payback. My revenge for the shit that has happened to me in the last 12 months. I came within an inch of reclaiming my knowledge championship. I lost by the barest of margins to the greatest knowledge champion that has ever lived in Kinney. On my first fucking attempt, I reached the finals of King of the Mic, but I lost only just to the world heavyweight champion, Moses Marquez to become the king of the mic. But Larkin, when I beat you, you'll be like many others who will enjoy the taste of beer on the tip of their tongue. And I assure you, I'll be an everlasting taste because it'll taste like sweet fucking defeat. Oh, it's better, you say. They always said that beer is meant for adults, and seeing how far you are from being one, you parade yourself around half naked women because you host a podcast about lingerie fighting. Believe me, bruv, we both know. That's the closest you will ever get to real action in your sad, pathetic, boring waste of time of a life. Isn't it funny? What happens when Mike Larkin goes away? Max Wrestling Podcast got better. Promos meant more And now a notch on my belt. The truth can fucking hurt. And trust me, bruv. Max Wrestling has risen because of me. And when the dawn comes. And when you look up. After the one, two, three. It's called... Lights out, you whisker-biscuit, bald-headed bitch. Let me give you some advice. Enjoy your final five minutes of fame and supremacy because now it's game over. Mr. Larkin, I've already won.
3: What you have just seen is the downfall of civilization, a detriment to society and the fall of mankind, which appropriately describes my opponent, Beer. Folks, before we get into today's promo, I just wanted to say, if you or someone you know is struggling with substance abuse, suffers from excessive mood swings and altered personalities, call the number on your screen. Operators are standing by and they will help you and even an idiot derelict like Beer. It's not too late. Together, we can stand tall and be united and fight against alcoholism. It'll help save lives, save loved ones, but most importantly of all, save yourself. We now return you to today's regularly scheduled programming, and here's why beer is the absolute drizzling shits. Looking like Edward Furlong if you ordered him off a wish? Well, right here, right now, tonight, promo series, beer! It is your judgment day. Destination promo series is here. You know, Beer, last year in promo series, you won the knowledge championship, and then you quickly lost it. I did what you couldn't do in six years. I did within five months and became the longest-reigning knowledge champion in this podcast history. Now, let's analyze, dissect, and decipher who you are, what you are, and what you're truly about, Beer. Is the reason why you drink your sorrows away is because that girl rejected you and didn't want to go to the prom with you? Is the reason why you drink your sorrows away is because you're more pathetic today than you were yesterday? Is the reason why you drink your sorrows away Is because, let's be honest, that's the only thing in the UK that you people are good at doing. It's the reason why you drink your sorrows away. Is because you do it for the love that you get from the bottom of a bottle. Hey, you like that bullshit Premier League where you're looking at the world premiere and you're nothing but coming attractions. People decide whether they want to see you or need to see you. But when my name is on the marquee and my face is on your screen, you don't want to turn this off. I'm a full course meal. You're nothing but an appetizer. I'm sitting in first class, and you're sitting in coach by the crapper, which represents the last three promos you did. Nothing but crap. You're nothing but a stand-in, a fill-in, a standby guy, a vanity project, a failed experiment, a stand-behinder. And I mean stand way, 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 way behind me. The only reason why you're here is because you're Dazzy Lee's best friend. But you're no friend of mine. I don't need friends. I don't want friends. All I need is the money in my pocket and a microphone, and I'm golden. You know, in this false world, this false reality, everybody gets a chance. But in my world, the real world, you only get one shot. And I got a bullet with your name on it. Change your name from John Beer to John Doe. You're swimming with sharks, and I'm the great white. You're swimming in the deep end of the pool, and it's either sink or swim. And your ass just sunk. What I'm looking at is a man who is way way, way in where his head. I want you to look into my eyes, Beer. Ain't no beer goggles here, brother. I'm the epitome of passion, determination, hard work, and grit. And when you look into my eyes, there's nothing but malicious and reckless intent. When I look at you, you are the epitome of nothing. I am Beer. You ain't nothing, man. You have the audacity and the gall to call yourself ratings. You sit here and you comment on the Facebook post and the YouTube channel like the keyboard warrior that you are. When you have the lowest viewed King of the Mic final in Max Wrestling history on the YouTube channel with only 9 views. You're an embarrassment. That's funny and sad at the same time. It's funny because Moses Marquez knows that number nine oh so well. You watched it 5 times because you wanted to have some sense and level of relevance and Moses Marquez watch at the other four because he invited himself to your pity party and he felt bad for you. So you're the one who wants to terminate me? No, sir. I terminate you. You walking, talking budget cut. And don't worry. I'm not going to send you your papers. All I need to do is send you this smile on my face, this one-finger salute, and wish you nothing but the best in all of your future endeavors. Last call, kid. This was fun. You know, maybe we should do this again sometime. Call me when you're sober. And let's be honest with yourselves. That's never going to happen. My name is Mike Larkin. I am the podcast machine. I'm the boy with the skills that kills, or place the S, and put in the Zs. And as always, it's my pleasure. But most importantly, it's your honor. Beer! My- oh, who am I kidding? Beer isn't worth money or doesn't draw money. <laughs> John Beer, worth zero dollars and makes zero cents. You're welcome for the rub. Greatness walks. Mike Drop, when you're Mike Larkin, it's so goddamn hard to be humble. It's my fucking event.
2: It's been a while, Max. How are we all doing? As the captain's personal lawyer, I am here to tell you all who is who is accepting the TV title open challenge at Christmas Clash without no further ado. Adju- Santa? You're, you're a bit early, Paul, You know, you Christmas is next month Oh, just bring that PS5 I asked for Wait What are you doing? What are you doing?
7: Christmas has come early for me A little birdie has told me that you did has issued an open challenge for your TV championship at Christmas Clash. You made your mistake, Dez. Because you see, Dez, now you could have said anyone except me is open to the challenge. So I'm accepting the open challenge. At Christmas Clash Des, it will be the Captain versus the Mercenary 2. This time, I will finish you off nice and slow.
2: i believe that i've made my point crystal clear by now i'm done facing these jobbers and i want a match against the best of the very best so therefore christmas is coming early as i am officially issuing in an open challenge to any member of the dragon club the fact that i have not been given a place amongst your ranks absolutely Kisses me and sickens me, bruv. I will prove to you all what you're missing out on at Christmas Clash.
7: 2024, you will fear the name Blade Rodriguez. You don't know who I am or where I've come from. Just been lurking in the shadows. Oh.
2: All right, fine. I might have been naughty this this year, but I didn't deserve that. Oh. Oh, Santa. You deliver that for us. Oh... Oh.
4: Welcome back to Promo Series 8. This is your captain. He is Al Hefe. He is DC. And make sure you're liking and subscribed on YouTube. Follow us everywhere. And for all the information you need, go to matchwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And we just saw fucking Santa. Santa Santa. was here. And he brought some gifts. I'll talk about those gifts in due time.
5: That's right. Still to come, we still got the world and the knowledge titles on the line. But we still got to predict Survivor Series. So it's knowledge time. Let's go with, let's go with a great one. What object was used to defeat Goldberg and end his undefeated streak? That would be a cattle prod by Scott Hall. Cattle prod, you sum of a bitch. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. This is a love one. Well, for those out there who love the meaty men, what two big men made up the team of the natural disasters? That would be John Tenta slash
6: Earthquake and Fred Ottman, a.k.a. Typhoon.
5: Big fat fuckus. That's what I wrote. Big fat fuckus. Uh Here we go. Ah, who was Prince Devitt's first recruit when the Bullet Club started? Prince
6: Devitt.
5: Brent Baller.
6: Would that
5: be Bad Luck Fale? Bad Luck Fale, the big giant Tongan, fresh off of his. Is he rugby even still stick. wrestling?
6: I haven't seen anything from him lately.
5: He's more training now than anything. He's just he's living life and eating KFC on a daily. Good for awesome. him. I can't say it. Can't say I blame him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Who did Hulk Hogan beat to win his first WWF championship?
6: That would be the icon, one of the best wrestlers to have a Twitter, the late Great Iron Sheik.
5: (laughs) I love that, to have a Twitter. That's beautiful. Oh, God. Okay, this might be one. This caught Teddy off guard. Maybe it'll catch you. Who was the first manager of the Hardy Boys back in the 90s?
6: Would that be Michael P.S. Hayes?
5: It would be Michael P.S. Hayes. It is not Lita. No, it was not. Uh, and it was Lita not was act, Reynolds. Who it was, was not Terry Reynolds either. It was, believe it or not, it was weird-ass Michael P.S. Hayes. Nine, really. showing the his junk. The new brood. The new brood, that's right. All right. Um. <clears throat> here we go. Let's grab another one. Freak athlete Brock Lesnar broke his neck attempting this move against Kurt Angle. Shooting Star Press, WrestleMania 19. Everybody says Moonsault. It is a shooting star press. Uh hopefully not as easy as I think it is. Who are the inaugural AEW tag team champions? Inaugural was that SCU? SCU. Because SoCal is the best. Uh here we go. Who is Davy Boy Smith Junior's daddy? Gimmick name only, please. British Bulldog. British Bulldog. I was about to say, it's like, if somebody else tells me Davey Boy's Smith, i I'm going <laughs> to smack him. Uh, oh, here we go. This is a great one. You'll love it. Everybody else loves it. I even know fucking Michael loved this one. Who, well, sorry, what was Rick Steiner's nickname? Dogface Gremlin. Dogface Gremlin. Absolute best. And finally, to match, or not match, but uh, I don't know, I got to double check his score. Uh, the final question for your 10. Who had the infamous grocery store brawl with Stone Cold Steve Austin? That would be Booker T. Booker T. Well, Eggs it. are on aisle number three and are all over Booker T.
6: Now, can you dig
5: that? I can, and that was a perfect score. Oh, my God. I got to look at these <laughs> messages. If Teddy got a perfect score, too, then uh, <laughs> I got you. Whenever you're ready. You ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Give you, <laughs> ten, give you ten randos. Which legendary brother tag team also had a legit amateur wrestling career at the University of Michigan?
4: The Steiner Brothers.
5: Steiner Brothers. Damn, tootin Uh, who was billed as the most dangerous man, the world's most dangerous man?
4: Uh, that would wait. No, Ken Shamrock.
5: Ken Shamrock. People forget that one at times. Ah, yeah. this is a great question. This is a great question. I need, but this is the thing. I need his full name at the time. Okay. This is where the hard part's going to come in. So, who is the father of the hand that made young birth?
4: Uh, sexual chocolate, Mark Henry.
5: Fucking sexual chocolate. <laughs> it's not just Mark Henry, it's sexual chocolate. Oh my goodness gracious! All right, um, let's go with another great one. Let's go. Oh, here we go. During his time in WCW, Steve Austin teamed with this man to create the Hollywood Blondes.
4: That would be Flying Brian Pillman.
5: Flying Brian Pillman. I should have told everybody. Leave that one in there. Um, here we go. This is a, I always going, love going back to WCW. Who did uh, Ron Simmons defeat to win his first ever WCW championship? Yeah.
4: Pretty sure we talked about this recently.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um. Big Van Vader.
5: Big Van Vader is corrected. Um, let's see, where's the other ones? Where's the other ones? I want to get into like the hard ones. I was like, I made some hard ones. They're not obscenely hard, but you gotta know what you're talking about. <laughs> they go? They go?
7: Um
5: here we go, I got one just right off the top of my head uh, What was the nickname of uh, WCW standout Alex Wright? German uh, guy, leather jacket I'm I can't even the picture Alex Wright. Wright I'm doing the dance in my head, the guy that would do the fucking I can't do the thing I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fucking uh, physically inclined to be doing the dance.
4: The only thing I've got is Showtime, but I don't think that was him. I think that was somebody well, else. Hold
5: on, because you, you did this for me. I'm gonna do this for you. He's German. Think of a German nickname.
4: Um.
5: Yeah. General. <laughs> das Wunderkid. That's Gunderkid. Yeah, He's, He's not, not Gunter. He's not Gunther go- Schneiden. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, let's keep going here. Um, who is the only ECW original to become IWGP Junior heavyweight champion? Why not
8: the, on, the only what original? The only ECW original. Oh. Ah. Uh...
5: Why couldn't I get that one? It's a good one. I had to dig deep, deep, deep in the depths for my of my questions.
8: Yeah. Can I give him a hint? Give him a hint. Is that it's fair? Mold? Mold. Give, give him All a ahead, hint. Please give
6: him a hint. He competed at the first two. One-night
8: stands. Okay, that narrows it down. Um, wait, first two. Um, he was a former tag team champion with
6: a certain WWE Hall of Famer.
4: Okay, neither of the two names I was thinking of originally. Uh, hmm.
8: I'm trying to that think is, who competed at both of them. Tuffy. Wasn't Van Damme. Uh, wasn't Dreamer. Wasn't Sandman. Wasn't, wait, Raven didn't even compete at either of them. Ah, Tajiri.
5: Ooh, I would have loved her to be (laughs)
8: Tajiri. Sabu.
4: Wow, that Um, name crossed my mind too.
5: But it's of all the people, the last person you think of to have like a legit, regular, non-hardcore, crazy man belt is Sabu.
6: Dude, Sabu was also NWA World Champion. This is true.
8: This is true. All All right, I
5: got how many more? I got for you three, four. Uh, three, three. Who holds the record for the most reigns as TNA X Division Champion? Ah, uh, Chris Sabin.
8: Chris Sabin.
5: <laughs> ah, who is the first ever Ring of Honor
8: champion? Um, he's a douchebag. Let's just say that. Okay.
4: Oh, uh, I'm Austin Aries. Yeah, he's a douchebag too
5: (laughs) It's like the other douchebag in wrestling When when you
6: say douchebag, that doesn't really narrow it down
5: This is the truth This is the truth Okay, who is the, and this is the final one Who is the only man to ever win the IWGP, TNA, NWA, Ring of Honor, and WWE Championship?
8: Well, Joe didn't win a WWE title. AJ didn't win the ROH title. Do you say TNA as well? Mm Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle. No, wait, he didn't win Ring of Honor. Um... There's not like that many ROH world
4: champions that went on to win the WWE title. Mm,
2: Exactly.
8: Um, Or went to fucking CNA and won the world title. Um
5: Well here, I'll give here's here, I I meant there's a word I messed up in the championship. It's peer championship. So, because of that, I will give you a hint. Oh.
4: Well, in that case, AJ. No. Was it AJ?
5: Yeah, it was AJ. Yeah. The second I knew I would change it, I was like, no, it was a pure title. That's right, <laughs> the pure title. But, yeah, no, he's won fucking everything everywhere. So.
4: All right, he's so seven out of ten. Um, So, do you have, like, another ten questions for
5: DC? I, I can dig through the depths and find another ten real fast.
8: To the depths of my lineage, (laughs) shits. Okay, I got some.
5: This is gonna be fun. Well, I did better than last year, so. This is the oh yeah, you did. You did really good, actually. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Uh what the fuck? When the hell was that a thing? Anyway, um, how many active WWE superstars have held the NWW D- Oh fuck, that's not true. Yeah, have held the NWA World Heavyweight Title. And we're not counting
6: authority figures, right?
5: No, we're talking currently active, as in wrestling.
1: Okay. okay. okay we didn't hold it. I'm trying to.
8: see.
6: Nobody in NXT? Raw? No. No, yeah, they main okay.
5: roster guys.
8: Just trying to think of anybody. See, if he said authority figures, that'd be easy. I'm going to say
6: one, Cody Rhodes. Actually, two. Really? Who's the second?
5: So, AJ Styles is the other one. AJ AJ was NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, that's right, TNA. TNA. In TNA. TNA. -TNA. Um, I would, (laughs) I'm inclined to want to include Truth, but I haven't seen Truth on TV in a minute. So, he's also (laughs) another one that could be brought in if he was active, but he's not active. That's yeah. the whole point of the question, active.
6: He's been in the gym, so he's look he's looking good, so maybe Royal
5: Rumble? Hey, I'm down. As long as little Jimmy can come. <laughs> um, all right. How many different Americans held the IWGP heavyweight championship? Are we talking the current
2: title version or of the it?
5: original? Any version of the IWGP heavyweight championship? Okay.
2: Oh, Holy- Not White, he's New Zealand.
5: Six? Ooh, yes, sir. Six is right. Name him down real fast. Vader, Norton, Bob Sapp, Lesnar, Angle, AJ Styles. Wow. That's a great one. That's a a hard one. Seven. Who's the seventh? Hulk Hogan. Fucking hell. It is seven. It's seven on. <laughs> Goddamn, <it. laughs> fucking Hogan! Leave shit alone, you son of a bitch. Hogan's sucks. Hogan sucks. I just to
8: Not
2: okay. so much um, in Japan.
5: No, he. It, it, I always remember the G one thing, but I don't. Ever, and then that's what led him to the belt. So that's no, not ass fault.
6: to be consi- technically considered IWGP champion.
5: It was IWGP title at the time, so yeah. So do I? Is that a point, or is that? Oh, no, you got it right. Okay, give it to him. Who has the shortest reign as IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion? That who it? It's the Juice. He's loose <laughs> in Japan. In what year was the NWA World's Heavyweight Title defended on WWE television?
6: The NWA World a Mike Larkin title. question I'm right there, say boy. Say
5: nineteen ninety seven. Fucking was like, this my man's. And it was Dan Severn. It was Dan the B Severn. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, God. Everybody else in this group has gotten this one, so I'll give it to you, too. Who was the first ever TNA World Champion? Would that be Kurt Angle? That would be Kurt Angle skis. That's right. Um, oh, here we go. Back to the IWGP title. Who holds the record for the most reigns as IWGP champion? Junior champion, sorry. IWA Junior? Yeah, Junior. Who holds the most reigns for junior champ? You would ask that one.
8: I would <laughs> ask that one. That's the whole point of it. Hint? Uh, here, I'll give you a hint. Um, he wears a mask. Don't think of I all no the idea. mass
5: superstar, mass juniors. that wa- Jushin Thunder Liger with 11 reigns. It's the man. It's, it's the man. It's Jushin. It's, come on. It's Jushin doesn't like it. Oh, here we go. We'll go another one in Japan. Maybe you know it. Maybe you don't. A lot of people should because they've gone back and watched it. Who beat? Who did Brock Lesnar beat to win his IWGP title? Would that be Shinsuke Nakamura? Kurt Angle. For Kurt Angle.
7: No, he had a match
5: <laughs> with Shinsuke. I think that's who he lost his belt to was Shinsuke. But no, it was when he beat Kurt Angle, that's when they had the whole thing where blah, 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 blah. He had won the belt, and Enoki had the big old problem with it. All that fun stuff. Here we go. Another classic of the max wrestling knowledge. Who was the only American, the only, only, only American to win the G1 Climax Tournament?
1: Only American to win the G1.
5: Now, mind you, it was not named the G1 during this time.
6: Scott Norton never won the G1.
5: No, sir. Darn shame if I say so myself. Hmm. I'm just trying to think of who it could be. Hogan? Hogan is the only logical answer, and he is the only correct answer. Hogan is in. I've got I think. How many one you got left? I think two. Alright, yeah, two to tie. Two to tie it. Two to tie it. Oh, here we go! Yeah, I love really this one. Squeaky I love Bum Time, Squeaky Bum Time. I love bringing football into this. You know what? I should bring the other kind of football into this. What legendary WWE superstar is a fan of the Tottenham Hotspur? The what? Tottenham Hotspur, the fu- English football team.
8: You would ask a question I don't know anything about.
5: I've got one more about something you don't know nothing about too. So don't trip. God damn it! I hate you, Mo. I hate you right now.
6: <laughs> <clears throat> you said legendary superstar. Legendary.
5: There, there, fucking Chad is yelling at the screen right now. I can already hear it. I can, I can, I can see beer just like screaming. household name. Has this person
6: ever appeared on AEW television?
8: Mm-mm.
6: Okay, so it's not this person. Well.
8: No. In commercial. <laughs>
6: <laughs> that doesn't help me.
8: <sighs> oh, God. Somebody give me a goddamn hint. I don't know um, any other um, hints. That's not gonna be obvious as shit. Um.
5: Uh he's a fan of Harry Kane. I don't know what else to fucking say. <laughs> he's amazing on Twitter. I, I I'm, Any other thing, honestly, would give it away
8: It's not Regal
5: No, he, I think he's a Liverpool
8: fan Not Seamus
5: Nope, Seamus is Irish Seamus is a Liverpool fan he, That's right, he is too, right? Fuck! God, why does everybody like Liverpool?
4: Yeah, I ask myself that question every day <laughs>
5: <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking to you, Chad I don't know. <laughs> John Cena. It was it's weird because yeah. it was it, he was literally talked about how he looked a lot like Harry Kane and before you knew it he was a football fan. So, I got one more football related one for you. This is either going to be real hard or real easy and it's going to be fun. Bill Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns all played this position during their football careers. You can give me a blunt answer, it's fine. I don't need a specific, you know, nose tackle, whatever the fuck. You said Goldberg
8: Reigns and who else? And uh, is it Goldberg Reigns Brock Lesnar? Offensive lineman?
5: Defensive lineman. I- oh my goodness. I-, I don't
1: watch football.
5: So that's the fun part of trivia.
8: That's yeah, the fun part. Yeah, I wouldn't have of
5: got trivia. that either. Because <laughs> oh balls so. the devil, Mama yeah, said. It is the devil. It is the devil. But I like the devil. So that's uh, that's back to back. So that's what that's squeaky bum. That's it. That's a tie. No, uh,
4: that's was seven five, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, good for you. <laughs> I'm not sure. I believe in myself. Confused
5: as you are right now. I'm not like, sure. It I believe in myself
4: to be honest. Um, it
5: actually happened. Yeah, the fact what... that DC lost is the thing that's really tripping me out.
4: Yeah, but I mean, those are some tough questions. That fucking
5: football question. <laughs> the
4: footy, the footy will get you. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. What, is, what? What the fuck do we call it now? When you want, it's, it's not a grand slam because I haven't won any tournaments. Uh, is it golden slam that? When you win all the titles, the Golden Slam. World, that, j- 10, that, 30, that sounds like sour.
5: that sounds like something you pay extra for.
4: Now I'm I got a CF extra. competition from like beer and Kenny Killer and oh fuck me, it's it's not gonna last long. Just, I promise you, you that much. You,
5: you just <laughs> rang the bell of the of one of the most yeah, vicious fucking knowledge competitors there is. Cut the hand in the water, Jesus. So let me ask.
6: I know you had an open challenge for the TV title for uh, what Maxie's Christmas Clash now. Got Christmas Clash. Anybody claimed that?
4: Well, Chris Reed did during the break. He wants a rematch. Um, but I mean, now I got two titles.
6: Well, then I'm put sure me down for the knowledge title again. I want. I want to. Oh
5: my god! Just like that. Rematch I, I think clause, a rematch is
6: fair after that t- final showdown. <laughs>
5: After that bullshit football question. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> all right. Note to self, make lots of I I did say it wasn't going to last long. I had uh, another yeah. one about Kevin Green that nobody would have got. Go ahead. See See if either of us get it. Who is Kevin? Uh, of all the wrestlers in his uh, atmosphere, who is uh, Kevin Green's only teammate?
6: Was That's also that a wrestler. Steve, Mongo McMichael?
5: No, he never played for the Bears. I don't know. Who else played Foodie? Take one other stab at it. Of all the names that I've named off, give one other name that you think could have played.
4: Brock was Vikings.
5: Yeah. Give one other name that you think could have played at the same time as Kevin Green. At the same time. Remember, Kevin Green played in the late 80s and through the early and through the mid 90s.
6: So there's Mango,
4: Kevin Green, uh, Ron Simmons,
5: Bill Goldberg. Oh, I said Goldberg. Oh, did you? I didn't hear you. the The, the shocking reality is, <laughs> and I didn't know this. Is the is Goldberg actually had a small stint with the Packers at the really? same time as Kevin Green? Yeah, a very small stint with the Packers. Have the you same ever time seen a Green.
6: picture of Goldberg with hair? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird.
5: He looks weird. I saw a, like a picture of Vin Diesel with hair this week too. It's all weird. So it doesn't make sense. But then right, again, that um, was like that was the '80s. That,
6: you, no, you're you're an imposter. I, well, at I don't least, know
4: you! Uh, at the time of recording, we don't know if uh, tag team titles have changed hands yet, but we have one title change hands. Still to come, our main event will see Cypher Challenge Moses for the Max World Championship, and it has a hell of a story behind it, so before we get to the main event and before we predict Survivor Series, which we're probably going to get through real quick, um, let's take one last look at Corey's story.
0: Yeah. Ever since... I signed. Things have been looking pretty good for me. Like, I've been out here living my best life.
1: They showed me another way,
0: a stronger way.
4: When Corey betrayed the jury and formed the MDO with Travis and Moses, obviously it hurt. But I get it. Whether they've been allies or enemies, Corey and Travis have always had this special bond.
7: Corey. I was the one that brought you into match wrestling. You're still Uncle Corey to my kids.
4: He didn't betray the jury because he got some kind of better deal or because he had some kind of beef with any of us. He, he did it for Travis. I've
0: been busting my ass for years trying to get gold, and I still haven't gotten gold yet.
4: I think the turning point was Moses bringing in Teddy. That's when Corey realized that Moses wasn't about the MDO, Moses was about Moses and how he could acquire the world championship for himself. Yeah,
7: I got you.
1: Am I coming in clear, Corey?
7: I understand, Hefe.
0: Sorry Travis.
7: Don't get me wrong, I considered talking to you to recruiting him, but look at what happened at the Rumble. He cost me the world title. If he never interfered, I would still be champion right now.
1: It's not about Teddy. The reality is, is, Corey, you lost the television title, and I could not capture the knowledge championship. They so It was all left to Trav, and he, like the rest of us, could not succeed, and he lost the world title.
0: I joined the MDO to be built into world champion material. I won't. No, no, no. I need to be world champion. But I don't think I can bring myself to betray Hefe just to be world champion.
1: I'm boss, remember? You saw Hefe, the leader of the MDO? You work for me. Remember this. Do I make myself clear for the last time? You
0: know what, Hefe? You're making my decision for it!
4: Teddy P. attacked Phoenix and cost Walker walk a world title. On Moses' orders. Chris Reed attacked Cypher. On Moses' orders. <laughs>
0: I'm coming after Chris, and then I'm going after El Hefe.
1: I love Cypher, I have love for Cypher, but he's got more love for that guy that went away. And I love him for going away, but that's that's not what the MDO is about. The MDO is about the boys right here, right now.
0: He's already proven twice that he can't be trusted. I mean, he used you to screw trap he used Chris to screw me over. Cipher. Cy- you're an MDO OG. Like, what are you doing? He's not my El Jefe anymore. You weren't strong enough for the MDO. But I am, so I took your place. <laughs> took my place? Kid, you don't even know your own place yet. El Jefe is poisoning you. Like he poisoned me. Like he poisoned the wall. MDO is just for his own self-game now, you got a real problem. You did this. This
1: is your doing. And now, it's game over.
0: You didn't just stab me in the back at takeover. You woke me up.
1: This
5: is Corey's moment.
0: I hate to tell you, buddy, but it's night-night time on your title rank. The
5: reality of the matter is, it's I and your world champ.
0: I want to see you in promo series.
4: Alright then, Survivor Series um, There's only five matches Two of them are War Games matches um, Two of them are title matches And then one is a grudge match So, oh, yeah. let's kick it off With Carlito versus Santos Escobar
5: They've been treating Carlito like shit Since he came back, poor bastard He looks good though He does, fucking jacked Fucking um, jacked
4: But this is like the beginning of Santos's Second heel run, so Mm-hmm. I think mean, one and done. Santos wins.
5: I'm with you. He was way better as a heel anyway, especially during his NXT run. So yeah. I don't see why you, you stopped the momentum right here. Sorry, Carlito. You got to take a loss, bud.
6: But hey, uh, he's a veteran. Enhancement. I'm right? honestly going to say Santos, but it's not going to be clean. Oh, I'm kind yeah, of okay. with that.
5: I'm kind of with uh,
6: that. I think we're going to get uh, Legato del Pantasma back together. Yeah, come on.
4: Like All right. Um well, yeah, let's keep the war games matching. Actually, one's probably gonna open the show, so let's do one of those. Um probably the women's is gonna open the show. Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch versus damage control.
5: Damage control. Damage uh, control, bro. Like, come on. Are you telling me that you're gonna take this team that you just added the firepower of fucking Oscar and Kyrie fucking sane? And they're just gonna lose?
6: I'm going with the baby faces. I'm agreeing with Dazzy and I tell you I think this is what's gonna end up happening. Baby faces are gonna win. And then after the match, damage control is gonna turn on Bailey. Because Bailey's okay. gonna be the one that's gonna take the pin.
4: I would I was I was gonna say they're gonna turn on her before the match finishes.
5: I absolutely love when DC just starts fantasy booking. it's the best. <laughs>
4: it's
5: because it best. works. Yeah. It does. It just it, the logic, baby.
4: Whose team are we calling the baby faces? Team Flair or Team Belair? I don't know which. Who's the team captain?
5: It's got to be Belair. You can't no. Fuck Flair, right? It's got to be
4: Belair. <laughs> team Belair. Yeah, Team Shotzi. There we Let's go. Let's put some respect on Shotzi's name. Damn right. Um. Okay, for the Intercontinental Title, we got Gunther versus the Miz.
5: Why? Why? Why?
4: Why? I mean, the Miz is like icy title royalty at this point.
5: Yeah, but it's He's fucking Gunther.
4: Yeah, he's not winning it. So it's another milestone for Gunther to say he beat the Miz. who's was like, "What is he tied with Jericho now?" I think so. Damn. So and he's not going to beat Jericho. He's over an AEW.
6: I I made this prediction in the disc in the Discord chat, and I'll make it here. I'm going to speak it into existence. Gunther is going to hold it until WrestleMania, where we're going to get a triple threat. It's going to be Gunther defending against Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci, Ooh. Ludwig Kaiser is going to pin Giovanni Vinci and win the Intercontinental Championship. I love that.
4: Vinci's because Vinci's been booked as the weak link all this time. already
6: booking it. They're, and I think Kaiser is going to be... is going to get a face turn. Mm. They're already kind of building to it. Crowd likes him. He's got the charisma. And that way, you protect Gunter... Still make him strong He can say he never lost He was never pinned or, Move him on to the world
5: title Or or, Here's a thought He doesn't lose it And just goes to the fucking main event And fucking WrestleMania Fuck the storylines baby I see title
6: Now you gotta finish the story
5: oh. Yeah I just I'm sick and tired of people losing these belts Okay I want a fucking classic Fucking cash in your title for the title shit all right. So basically, it's on nostalgia. Option C. Yeah. Dude, this is why I'm going to start watching TNA. The only,
4: the only problem with that is WWE don't know what to do after they do title for title matches because, this is like, true. they did Roman and Brock and then it all went to shit. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Thank and you, Vin. They still haven't split the titles and now they're all fucking unified. Um. Thank you, you suck. Yeah, I like the fantasy booking, but I'm just gonna go Gunther just because it seems like an easy decision. Yeah. Um, this one also seems like an easy decision. No disrespect <laughs> to Zoe, but Rhea Ripley defending the women's world title against Zoe Stark.
5: We talked about the iron and hot and all that shit from Fallout. That thing is is, is literally still red. You know what I mean? She's mm-hmm. been champ for a while, and that iron is still fucking red, bro. So I'm not fucking with Rhea no time soon. No. She it. I hate to use these words like this, but she is perfect. She is their perfect women's champion. It works beautifully. She garners the attention from us nasty-minded bastards. She garners attention from her in-ring work and her character work. And at this point, fucking kids love her too. So her,
4: her own teammates don't fuck with Rhea.
5: No, because I mean, scared of her. She's a badass. But she's a badass, and deep down, you kind of want her to yell at you, just a little bit.
4: You want her to hurt you? Yeah, I was gonna say people will say other stuff.
5: <laughs> yeah, they're also willing to pay the extra. I'm not willing to pay the extra.
4: <laughs> I already pay you nine ninety nine. Shut up.
5: I, That's right. I don't
6: see Zoe started winning this honestly. And she's I mean, good. Don't a, me wrong. But I just, yeah, I don't it's know.
5: not a disrespect thing. I'm not like, saying
6: it's just a Rhea's on fire thing. I don't see who you can book to take it off of Rhea. I don't. I just That's, don't see.
5: That's literally been the question at hand right now. Is, is there anybody? Can I mean, anybody?
6: Nobody even
4: in NXT looks like they could come up and beat Rhea Ripley.
5: And here's the fun, here's one of the best part about all this. We don't want it to happen. So, no. we don't no. care that you know when it actually happens. So fuck it. Cool. I got you know, this
4: is like the difference between WWE and the AEW's women's divisions. Like by this point we're like yeah, we wanted her to win the women's title, but she's ready now, so I'm okay for a change. But, like, nobody's ready to replace
5: Rhea Ripley. No, not even close already. Not even close. Like, that was the thing, too. Like, we talked, like, you you said it beautifully, like, Julia Hart, like, you know what? Maybe she'd be really good as TBS champ. Bam! She's TBS champ. Now we're like, fuck, look at Julia Hart. Same thing with Tony Storm. It's like, oh, well, you know, her gimmick is super fucking over. Now, guess what? She's completely over. I still think the gimmick's a smidge much, but it's whatever. It'll work over, I'll, I'll get worked over eventually
4: Yeah Um, which brings us to The probable main events Um, which Contains the spoiled return of, Rand- I mean We all knew it anyway yeah. But I hate the fact that they just Couldn't help themselves and made it crystal Fucking clear without, actually, without saying They did everything except say his name uh, That hey, Randy's coming back this weekend And then they posted it on social media um, yeah, like you fucks. Just like we all know he's coming back anyway But just keep us guessing right up until The match and then his music hits People go fucking crazy They're yeah. gonna go crazy anyway But the pop would have been considerably louder If it wasn't confirmed That it was Randy
5: like, well, do, do you remember the days where we had those random returns The, the Triple H return after the quad tear, The John Cena random return at MGM Like, Do we not remember well, yeah. the fucking Ruxious ovations I think honestly they had to do it and I'll, t- I'll-, I'll tell you why. You tell
6: me you couldn't stick some other nerd in there. Everybody was thinking, oh, it's going to be CM Punk. Everyone was saying, oh, CM Punk's the fifth guy. I mean, so, we know it wasn't going to be. But considering they're in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Do you want people from the moment the crowd gets in there screaming CM Punk, CM Punk? Chicago. I mean, they're probably going
4: to do it anyway, but. Yeah, now to convince he's going to face Shinsuke.
6: Now, am I saying that CM Punk isn't coming back at Survivor Series? We don't know. But is he no. going to be in the War Games match? No. No.
5: Could he still make an appearance on the show? Sure. Maybe. We don't know. I'm, I'm saying out. if he... I've been saying this, and and, and I don't even think he's going to come back. They have seem to have made it evidently clear that they don't want him back. But if he comes back, it'll be in the Rumble. Are... But here's the thing though Are they going to outright say yeah he's
6: back We're bringing him
5: back no. No. If they're fucking smart they'll keep denying everything And then just as you said let the fucking music hit Allow the pop to fucking be generic Not generic, uh, organic Well
4: that's the thing I imagine if he's going to be a Survivor Series I imagine it would have been exactly the same as Rampage You open up, there's CM Punk chants um, And then it goes silent Then you hear the static Just get him yeah. right there at the start of the show Then you can carry on with the show
6: So, I mean, what you could always do, I mean, if you really want to drag it out, have the men's war game match go on last, good guys win, good guys prevail, which is probably what's going to happen. Seth is holding up the World Heavyweight title. You think that the show is over. Punk's music hits. He comes out on the stage. And the last shot you see is him staring at Rollins, Rollins staring at him. Because you know, both guys don't like each other. Yeah. Seeds planted right there.
1: Seeds planted.
6: They don't
4: like each other, but I think they respect each other's ability. And obviously they have worked together before Punk left.
6: And here's the Um, thing about Rollins. Rollins is a company guy, and if they do bring Punk back and... They do want the two of them to work together. They'll do it. Rollins will do it.
4: Yeah, I mean, I believe there's a little God, bit man. of beef between Rollins and Cody, but they oh, had sure. a hell of a feud together.
5: Oh yeah. Hell in a cell, what? <laughs> Call being professional, baby. Be professional.
4: Um, so possible punk appearance aside. Uh yeah, I don't think judgment days winning this one either. And I also like immediately when they confirmed it was Randy Orton, people started saying, "Oh, he's going to turn on Cody, or he's going to turn on Seth, or why are we expecting a heel turn right off the bat just because it's Randy?"
5: We know Randy. 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 We know it's Randy. <laughs> Randy's a... Yeah, but he also builds this goddamn turns up. He just doesn't yeah. show up and turn. He, he's not the Big Show.
6: Yeah, I was gonna say he's not Big Show. Um, I think if anything, this is gonna lead more and develop more of the Damian Priest face turn. Yeah, into mean, that. there's also a
4: prediction from many people that Priest is going to cash in either during the match or after the match, which would also there's be always a nice cash
0: move. in that we don't talk about. I mean, what
6: happens if he cashes in mid match?
4: Yeah, because like, what better opportunity would you have than after a brutal match like this, where it's just chaos? There's two rings, too. It could go. It could happen in the other ring while everybody's fighting in one.
5: This is, Oh, that is extremely true. Oh, the possibilities. Oh, the I possibilities. Mean, it, it's
6: never been done before like this.
4: No. The problem is, of course, we're fancy booking it like this, and they never think like that. They just go, bark standard. Oh, we'll do a cash-in.
6: Uh, yep. The last time they did something like this was Mania 31 with Rollins. Yeah, nobody the saw best that
4: cash-ins coming. ever.
5: And, yeah, I was going to say, it came out beautiful. Still the best cash-in. And yeah, down, baby.
4: It's definitely up there with Dolph. Um, yeah,
5: Dolph. It was the pop for Dolph. That—that's for sure. You know
4: what? That might also be like the last time I really finished watching a WrestleMania and went to bed feeling like a kid again because that ending was beautiful.
6: Oh, it, was. Mm-hmm. it
4: had WrestleMania written all over it. Um, but yeah, Shit. my prediction: Judgment Day is not winning. Um, and I also don't see a heel turn. But Team Cody for the win.
5: Team Cody. Or team like Randy, if you finish
4: that him. story, it's team Randy. It's my team now.
5: That's my team now. Uh,
4: the interesting <laughs> thing, obviously, is going to be Jey Uso and Randy Orton coming face to face because last time I, Randy was here, that's when he got injured at the hands of the Bloodline.
5: I didn't even think about that.
4: Well, they did that really cool shot on Raw when Cody pretty much confirmed it was Randy. Um, the camera just shot to Jay and he looked like. Squeaky bum side, side. Eye. <laughs> squeaky bum side Squeaky bum He's like Shit mm. <clears throat> Alright is that a full house For a team
5: Yeah I don't it's Every, it, uh,
4: Not judgment day
5: Team not judgment day there we go that's perfect I love it it's just, <laughs> I'm sorry when you throw in Mr. McDonough I don't give a shit JD McDonough is so boring to me You mean Finn Jr Finn Jr yeah. and then they're like, "Oh shit, he is Finn Jr." And they had to change him. He had so much
4: potential, like when he was in NXT and stuff, and he they're did. literally treating him like a prospect for Judgment Day.
5: The, uh, yeah, seriously, I was like, the kid was—he was great over in the UK. I loved watching him over there with Jordan Devlin. The kid was awesome, you know, especially NXT UK. And then on the, the, here he is, and McDonough.
4: Um. All right, there you go. We said we were going to do it pretty quick. Those are your Survivor Series predictions. Um, We're probably going to get Shinsuke confirming an open challenge on... Is he on SmackDown now? No, he's on Raw, so... They're probably going to add something on SmackDown. Yeah. But if they do, tough shit. (laughs) Um, Thank you for joining us for Promo Series. We've still got our main event to come, but uh, the next time we bring you a special event is New Year's Eve. December 31st it is the annual Max e's Awards it's the final show of the year where uh, we award the best and worst of wrestling 2023 and you get to help us decide with your votes and don't forget you can also vote for certain max wrestling matches which will be announced very soon voting begins this Monday
5: that's right after that our first special event of 2024 is of course podcast promo rumble 9 January 25th featuring Royal Rumble Prediction and who knows what fallout Will be coming from tonight
4: Yeah or like Throughout December Jeez. Throughout the- um, right. Go to maxrustingnet.wheatly.com Slash rumble 9 for more information On that but don't forget we've also Got as you've heard a Christmas Special episode coming on December 21st where I will Defend my television championship once again Maybe against Chris after he Acknowledged the open challenge we'll see Um it seems I now have a knowledge title match confirmed against DC. Squeaky bum time. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, as you heard during the break, Beer uh, wants some action, too, against a member of Dragon Club. So I'm sure we can work something out there, Beer. Um, apparently a little bit bitter that he's not part of Dragon Club.
5: I got room in MDO, bear.
4: Hey. I mean... You will either way after tonight's main event, because uh, it looks like Cypher is out on his own. But that's all we got coming up December, January. Um, this is the final, like, Thursday event of 2023. Obviously, Maxis will be on New Year's Eve. Um, we're not going to be recording it on New Year's Eve. It'll be recorded before then, but that's when it airs. Now time for this, I can only see who it is, gig of the week.
0: Pencil neck geek, pretty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek.
5: Oh my goodness gracious. I think this week was relatively obvious for Geek of the Week. Um, Again, we had talked about it uh, uh, as, uh, almost to nausea at this point where um, Hangman and Swerve was such a great match, but to re- in reality sense, it was not for everyone. And of course, when it's not for everyone, that definitely means it's not for Jim Cornette. So oh God. Uh, Jim Cornette decides <laughs> that he, when he hates something, he goes full bore on it. And the fact of, and I talked about it on the TSK, it, The line killed me, how he came out with it, the way he talked about it. But the way he shit all over the match was the thing that killed me. So this week's Geek of the Week is Jim Cornette for yelling. He stapled paperwork to his titties or whatever the fuck do his titties. But it's like, I don't know any grown men that call any other man's chest area titties. So that's a good chunk of the reason why you're fucking Geek of the Week. And then on top of that, like I've said it before, he's even said it before. You're going to like what you like and you're not going to like what you're not going to like. Stop shitting on the shit you don't like. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But guess what, bro? There was a lot of people that fucking loved this. They loved it.
6: Yeah, I'm not
4: much of a like
5: deaf, deaf, deaf match guy, but I love that match. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm not drinking blood and calling for glass, but... When it works, it Mm. works.
6: And that Mm -hmm. worked. I mean, do you want to see that all the time? No. But... For the story those two are trying to tell, it worked perfectly.
4: I think I think I appreciate put. death matches more in like mainstream companies like AEW because I know they're getting paid well for it. Oh yeah, <laughs> they I ain't mean, doing well, it for a handshake and a hot dog.
6: Right, Jericho went through a glass pane mm. with arguably one of the greatest death match wrestlers of all time.
5: Oh, fucking goddamn Pete
6: Scudder.
4: And then in comes a Domino's commercial. (laughs) I don't know if that was intentional
6: or if that just happened.
4: It was awesome either way.
8: Right, it was.
4: (laughs) Okay, um, and you know what? It's very well connected for the MVP of the week. Last week, I gave it to Hangman based on the fact that he cut an amazing promo that really sold this match and drove it home for me. Um, and this week, I'm giving it to Swerve because, um, again, the match was crazy. It was insane. It was brutal. It was awesome. But Swerve came out looking like a megastar, like we've been talking about him being the next world champion.
1: Megastar.
6: See, for me, it's somebody different.
4: Oh. Okay. Who's the MVP of the week for you?
6: For me, I got to go with Chad Gable. Oh, okay. Okay. If you did not see his match with Noam Dar from NXT, you need to check it out.
5: I've said this ad nausea. Chad Gable would fucking be a superstar anywhere else.
4: Hmm. I mean, it looked like they were pushing him that way for a little bit. But this seems to have died down now on Raw.
5: Time to get back to it, old man.
4: Um, B.O., you normally fill us in on NXT. You didn't talk about this match.
5: Son of a bitch.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, I hope we rocked you harder than an alcoholic vampire cowboy. <laughs> We're going to leave you with our main event the epic showdown between Cypher and Moses for the world championship. But just before we do, here's what the current world champion has for you, Pencil neck Geeks, this week on the A to B retro re- rewind.
5: right so there's a whole lot coming so it's thanksgiving so we're stuffing your lovely youtube channel with all kinds of goodies and that just means that we're double dropping episodes so you're gonna get not only this beautiful episode that you're probably gonna be listening to after you've watched the tsk review full gear and it actually actually worked this time we didn't have to fucking re-record it and you know all that other fun shit so yeah thanksgiving is full of full of full of content for you this week so you got that you got us um we might do Survivor Series. Not a guarantee, but we do want to talk about the Continental Classic. So expect TSK to come back with another one, hopefully, relatively quick, especially since, you know, it's a fucking lovely weekend for us over here in the US of A. Also, a whole lot of crap coming. This shirt right here, this shirt right here, this shirt's been putting in work, bud, putting in a whole lot of work. I've got now, and I said it last week, I've got three fully edited, ready to drop episodes. I'm talking Tottenham. One is a little a literal introduction. Feel free to make fun of the American on the first time, but I assure you the next two, you will listen. I talk about who's got to fill the gap for, for the birthday boy, James Madison. And also talk about who we need to go spend some money on in January. And, the, yes, the reality is we need to spend some money. Daniel Daniel, Leary, I know you don't listen yet, but you will in due time, motherfucker. Get that pocketbook ready. Stop being a fucking tightwad. Other than that, Bolt Rant stuff is on the way as well. The sports content for the KTN Sports Network is hitting, and it will hit hard this motherfucking weekend. And the best way to check all that, because we know you're so tired from all the turkey eating and all the ham eating and all the other fun stuff, I wish make sure I was. you guys... Are fu- Okay. get get you get this man a turkey right now. Make sure you're following us on the evil Twitter machine on the f- artist formerly known as the Twitter machine. I should call it Max Wrestling UK, the Captain 512, and at SMR Pod Net. And of course, check out the beautifully done website, MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com and hit the subscribe button right here. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and of course youtube.com forward slash max wrestling. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. When we hit a thousand, I assure you we're going live and we're doing something fun. Help us get there.
4: And with that said, here is your main events. Enjoy, and we will see you next week. You've been watching The Cap and Mo and DC. Goodbye, mwah, and good night. I'm to fight. I mean, i right again. <laughs> so, bring me I'm, a damn turkey. Getting back. I know I'm probably the last person you expected to see, given our history but um, I know we have a common enemy and we both want what's best for Corey. So, if he beats Moses, I want you to give him this.
1: It's very simple, dude. All you gotta do is stick to the plan. You stick to the plan, and the outcome will be in our favor. Better not be that fucking mascarous fucker again.
0: It's not mascarous, hefe! It's worse. Oh, yeah!
1: playing with the lights don't you think they're safer
0: did you really think I didn't have the balls to come face you one-on-one Moses I mean let's be honest I'm not like you I'm not gonna have somebody come jump you from behind
1: <laughs> but you don't even have anybody to send
0: yeah maybe that's because you either brainwashed them or drove them away
1: pump the brakes pump the brakes Travis leaving had nothing to do with me, he couldn't do all this anymore. That is not on me, it is not my fault that he couldn't hack it
0: anymore. It's all on you, it's been all on you since day one. Tell me one thing, tell me why you sent Teddy to interfere in Travis's world title match against the Phoenix. You know why? No. I know what you told everybody else, but I want you to tell me.
1: That's where you're getting things all wrong. See, Travis, Travis was getting at a line, okay? Travis wanted to do his own thing. He felt he knew better. And I decided to save him from himself. I sent Teddy in there. If I did it, They would have been even more damage done by Phoenix with that fucking gavel of his. So don't go telling me anything.
2: Right.
0: Or is it because you wanted the world title for yourself so you had to take it off Travis? Because isn't it funny how Travis gets stripped of the world title, but next thing you know, you're facing the lawyer for the vacant title.
1: Just the way the cards felt.
0: All right. We'll pretend everybody's stupid on that one. But answer me this. Why did you send Chris to screw me over at TakeOver?
1: Understand for a minute that that whole match was a test. Remember, I even told you it was a test. It was a test of loyalty. You were showing doubts in the way that I was doing things. I couldn't have that. You made me think I couldn't trust you.
0: How do you know that I just wasn't gonna fall in line? Yeah, I had my doubts, but the world title was on the line. Anybody would have had their doubts. I was never just gonna gonna sit there and betray you. You just assumed that I would.
1: Pump the brakes, cowboy, pump the brakes. You're telling me someone tipped you off? Someone told you that Chris was coming. Let me take a guess. It was Teddy?
0: See? There goes that paranoia again. Now you don't even know if you can trust Teddy.
1: Don't go putting words in my mouth. I'm simply asking a question.
0: Well, it wasn't Teddy that tipped me off. If you must know, It was Travis.
1: But how in the hell did he know that Chris was coming after him?
0: Because Travis knew everything. That's what he was trying to tell us before he disappeared.
1: Travis wasn't in my mind. He was clouded. He thought the world was against him.
0: No, not the whole world just you El Jefe because when you took over his faction and when you took over his title when he walked away I woke up
1: well you may be awake but you're obviously not very alert for someone who used to be an MDOG you should know (laughs) we don't travel alone
0: You think I'm afraid of Chris? I already whooped his ass at promo slam!
1: That was then, and this is now. God damn it, Chris, were you into the fucking phone? What the fuck?
2: You were lesson, Moses, and you still haven't learned it. I'm afraid to say, Chris, will not be
6: joining you this evening. This is one fight you have to face on your own.
1: Huh? All
0: right. Who is Maskeris anyway? I mean, you did unmask him, right?
1: That's not fucking important right now. What's important is I am not alone.
7: Sorry Cory. I can't turn my back on a healthy.
0: You too, Teddy? (laughs) Easy as pie. But Hermano? I also can't stand the way of Corey. Anything you wanna say? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Huh? Now, whatever happens. Happens Best of luck to y'all All right, fine
1: Teddy you son of a bitch open this door right now Teddy
8: Now that you're both alone How about we settle this
6: The way we started Last year It was for the TV championship So let's settle the world championship Under TV rules
0: Seriously? Cipher. Challenger first. Rosa Smartheads. M.D.O's El Jefe versus me. Who would have thought that a coward like you would have to come face to face with someone you thought that you could control? See, the thing is Moses, your championship reign has been a joke. It's been laughable. Because your title reign is the equivalent of Roman Reigns WWE. See, you hide behind two people because you're too much of a fucking coward to fight someone one more. And that's okay Moses, because at the end of the day, I whooped. This is ass. Teddy doesn't want to be involved in none of this. And now it's you all along versus me. It's quite sad, but at the same time, it's funny. Because let's go back down there I started Max Wrestling four years ago, King of the Mike. Against him. I had no idea what I was up against. You know what? Gained Teddy's respect. I have faced the Phoenix. I have faced the Captain. I have faced the Demoness. I even faced the Walker. I have faced them all one-on-one without having two people to hold my fucking hand to be champion. It's mind-blowing. It's boggling. It's kind of fucking frustrating, but you know what? It's enough about them let's talk about you Moses. because at the end of the day you hide behind a computer screen you hide thinking you're safe from the world that you can't be touched that you're fucking untouchable but I got something to tell you Moses I'm in your fucking house now I am going to take your title away from you and there's not anything you can do about it because you know what it's 101 Mono y mano, man to fucking man child. And that's okay Moses, you're scared, you're fucking shivering because you know without a shadow of a doubt that this is my time. And I gotta tell you Moses, you gotta tell you, you should have did a better job recruiting people who could possibly take me out. You sent somebody who worked at McDonald's to beat my ass, but what happened? Got choke slammed on a fucking bridge and he was out for two weeks. I hope he paid his minimum wage, Moses. Because if not, you're a bad boss too. But that's okay. We'll get another that. And then and and see, I'm stuttering because I'm mad, Moses. I'm mad and I'm hungry and I want that title. And you don't seem to understand that I'm right here. Right here at the very top. About to capture and captivate the world title. And you're standing in my fucking way. But well, I'll tell you one thing. You get in my way, I'm going to cripple you where you can't walk away as champion, period. And that title belongs to me. It goes around my waist. Because unlike you, I'll be a fighting champion. I will scrap and step up. Whoever wants some, you come get some. And I promise you, Moses, you're going to be watching it from the sidelines thinking, damn, I really fucked up. I shouldn't have ever fucked with Cipher. I should never even gave him the delusion of, or gave him like the opportunity to get screwed over. It's too late, Moses. We can't turn back time, baby. We can only go forward. And I'm gonna make sure going forward, you're no longer champion. You're no longer El Jefe. You're no longer leader of the MDO which after is just gonna be a flash in the fucking pan. So get ready, Moses. I want you to hold that title real tight, and I want you to say your prayers, your Hail Marys, all of that shit, because now, it's me versus you and nobody else. And I told you once, I'ma run through you like an enema, baby. It's Cypher's Talk. Yo, what happened to El Jefe? Teddy, what's understood, doesn't need to be explained. Catch you around the bend. Is somebody gonna bring me my title or what? Hey! cipher. Okay. Now what the fuck are you
7: doing here? You
0: know what? This seems all a little bit too familiar. Oh,
7: is that right?
0: You better watch what you do next.
7: Oh really? Yeah. What about this? My title. Exactly. Your title. You did it. Congratulations to World champion. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Hey, Walker.